0: what's up everybody this is samir azizi and welcome to azizi podcast today we are discussing toronto dao with the co-founders antoine DeVist and matthew glezes full disclosure i'm also a part of toronto dao just wanted to put it up front there what's up guys how are you
1: oh good thanks for having
2: us yeah yeah no we're great i'm great
0: why don't you just give us a little bit of a background on yourself i see antoine your face in front of the camera like more frequent on
2: zoom right now so let's start with you um yeah so i've been in the crypto space since like well i mean back in 2011 there was only bitcoin so i found out about bitcoin in 2011 and then uh i i got some you know just mess around online and in 2013 i started joining these meetups that were happening in toronto um and it's actually where ethereum was born so i saw vitalik get up on a podium and talk about ethereum before it started um and a whole bunch of people at those meetups a lot of people who are uh still in the crypto space to this day uh yeah just amazing um
0: that was quite a journey rise, like all, all all the way from the vitalik's uprising <laughs> or like yeah the power
2: <laughs> you see it it, you see it, was, it, was, it was like a community you know like um right right wasn't vitalik by himself he couldn't have done it by himself obviously there was a lot of other people there mm-hmm. um and uh i mean i saw uh charles hoskinson there drew lubin a lot of people uh, those people they weren't from toronto um actually it was anthony diorio who was organizing all those meetups um wow. Well, anyways, that was uh, I guess a formative experience. That that um uh, uh, back in 2014, I remember um helping write a paper. I wasn't very good at writing papers at the time. I didn't contribute much, but it was with Vlad Zamfir and um, I think Ethan Buckman. It was something. It was a paper about DAOs, like defining what a decentralized mm-hmm. organization was. So people were thinking about this all the way back in 2014, and that's when I first heard of DAOs.
0: Nice. Let's get back to that point. But sure. first, let's also disc- uh, talk with Matthew. Matthew, could you talk a little bit more about yourself, about your background?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So um, originally I come from a more traditional finance uh, marketing background. Um, I got my MBA at uh, Ted Rogers um, a few years ago, back in, wow, maybe more than a few years ago, like 2015. Uh, that seems like yesterday to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I've, I've worked in uh, different parts in Latin America and in the banking industry here in Canada. Um, I started getting into crypto maybe around uh, 2018, just a bit after like the initial like bull run, um, but very small amounts. Like I play around with like $100 here, $100 there, um, you know, then, of course, when you're new, that $100 turns into 92 and you're just like, oh, my God, uh. <laughs> Uh, but like nothing, nothing too substantial. Um, I started going to Bitcoin Bay meetups. Uh, just before COVID hit.
0: Um, and and that's like, one of the biggest meetups in Toronto and probably in the world. Uh, did you yes. get to Bitcoin?
1: Um, so this was maybe like I, I want to say January of twenty twenty. So like literally just before it. Uh, which is unfortunate because I attended like four meetings before like the world ended. Um <laughs> uh, but restarted. That, I would say yeah sure restarted uh but um i started learning more about ethereum just by talking to people who uh who attended these meetups and ethereum was like three hundred dollars at the time give or take and i thought like wow this is like a very undervalued asset um and of course covid did hit and we had the covid crash with both the stock market and crypto and You know, if I thought it was overvalued, sorry, undervalued at $300, you can imagine how I felt about it when it hit $130. Um, So I stopped doing the $100 here, $100 there and kind of did the all in type thing just as that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And I decided to go from, you know, sort of a part time amateur to try to do this more professionally. Uh, I attended the George Brown uh, blockchain programming course, uh, where I studied during like everything was closed, lockdowns and everything. And uh after that, I, I worked for a couple of DAOs. Mm. Um, bear market, unfortunately, uh hit me hard, not with the prices, but like in terms of employment. So I took a step back, uh, left blockchain professionally, but I'll still attended the meetings. Uh, but uh, I'm starting to get back into it with Toronto DAO.
0: So let's talk about that. Thanks so much, both of you, for that introduction. Uh, I know you for both of you for, I feel like, uh, a year or so at this point. And uh, through Bitcoin Bay, of course, in one of the best meetups, I think, uh, in Toronto happens every two weeks, and they also have the satellite meetings uh, around Ontario, and I think even in Latin America, if I'm not mistaken. But big shout out to Bitcoin Bay organizers. But folks... Um, I mean, it's been like what two years for this horrible bear market for crypto. remember how we were all so cool because we were on crypto. this was like the hype. Everyone was going crazy. you, you like you wake up every morning. that's my routine. you wake up every morning, check the Bitcoin price, wake up in the morning, check the ethereum price, blah 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 go and read it on Twitter and everyone is just happy. Everyone's just like, whoa, the if you own an exchange, if you are you know running an exchange, you're the coolest guy. now everyone's in jail. Well, Not everyone, but a lot of folks right now are still in court, like such as FTX, for example, Sam Bankman Fried and Caroline Ellison, um, which we're still hearing the news. I actually received the news today, um, that uh, MetaMask is no longer uh, listed on App Store. I'm not sure what's happening there, but it's definitely kind of a dire time. But during those you know hype times, during those high bull runs we had also such things as decentralized autonomous organizations or daos and um there are some definitions for daos and but also you know some people kind of think about it in more of a, like a, an affluent uh de- in definition of these organizations so why don't you as co-founders of toronto dao describe to me what is a dao uh do
1: you want to take the center or should i
0: and also, what do you yeah. think about this whole thing? Like what's happening with the, sorry, I, I give you the whole pre- prefix with, uh, you know, the, the bear run right now that it
2: sucks for two years. Like yeah. how are you hang,
0: hang like holding up there? Like, well, like- I'll
2: touch on that real quick. Like first uh, first of all, um, just a bit of perspective. I don't think we're in a bear market because I don't think this 2021 bull market was a real bull market. The real bull market was in 2018 when the price of Bitcoin went from 1K to like 20K. That's a 20X change, Right. And then the real bear market was between 2018 and 2020 when it went back down to like 3000. So now we're the, the bull market everybody's talking about went to like 60K uh, Bitcoin, which is three times. So that's not really, that's not a real spike. That's just a foothill to the next potential upcoming that's spike. That's a good perspective. Yeah. So we're not in a real bear market right now, in my opinion. Um, and um, I just say that as somebody who's been in the crypto space since like 2011 and, um like a lot of people I see a lot of newcomers in the space talking about like how today it's a bear market and I'm saying no we didn't you guys haven't seen the bull markets in the bear market <laughs> seriously I like that but anyways um so uh yeah turn on uh, the DAO and what super, is a DAO in general I'm super excited about the concept of a DAO um I think it's sort of like uh like DAOs today are like companies in the 1800s just like a new type of organization that that um is is coming out you know how back in the olden days uh companies would always be named this company that company you yeah know, yeah you call it like samir co or antoine co what's like, this he,
0: famous toronto or uh canada company bay something um, yeah, bay uh company,
2: Bay company big trading bay. company
0: what is that
1: it's now called the Bay, but I think the full name is Hudson's Bay. Hudson's company.
0: Bay, yeah, exactly. Like the Hudson's Bay company. It still Hudson exists. It's crazy. Company.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So just like that, in today's um, world, people are calling it this DAO and that DAO, right? Like today's companies don't have the word co attached. In the future, the DAOs won't have the word DAO appended to, to their name. But today they do because it's a new thing. Um, so back in the day, you had this co, that co. Today you have this DAO, that DAO. So we're creating... You know toronto no,
0: if if i was five years old how would you describe to me what's the difference between dao and the company
2: i would say that um yeah that's uh that's uh challenging but <laughs> i would say um like a dow doesn't have one boss it has many people um controlling it instead of one person at the top. Um yeah, for uh, five years
1: yeah, I, I basically um, as many people as possible have an input in the decision making process, uh, as opposed to, you know one to three people.
0: so it's it's in a way like democratizing the whole ownership of the company where when you say many bosses, which means like the decision is being taken collectively rather than just one key figure steers the ship. Is that is that correct?
2: I mean, yeah. I... For sorry a five-year-old, that, that would be probably be my go-to explanation.
0: <laughs> what about if I was ten-year-old? <laughs> I don't know. This actually
2: um, that interesting exercise. You're making where, like, me think. You're making me think. Um,
0: it, it's all the prompting that I've done with ChatGPT. You know, explain <laughs> to me like I'm five. You know, like because I'm not trying yeah. to say that.
2: <laughs> no, totally, totally. No, it's a good question. Um, yeah. Um,
0: So we'll get back to this question as well. But I I, I am curious about Toronto DAO because in my understanding is also Toronto DAO is something where, or just a DAO in general, is the organization that has a mission, right? And people who are part of DAO, they have like a voice, right? As you said, many bosses, right? So like they they are able to contribute something and to the decision-making where it's actually counts. And I feel like everything is like, the reason why it is connected to crypto is because um, we have the ledger, right? Every decision-making is happening on the ledger. Is that something that, um, that is also sort of important for a DAO? Or it's, it can be like, yeah. we can have ledger, we can not have ledger. Like, what's what's the deal with that?
2: I think the, the, the A part of the DAO, um, autonomous, is also, you can think automatic. This means two things. Autonomous means automatic and it means um, self-sovereign. Um, so the DAO is not owned by anything. It only owns itself, but also a lot of things are automated. And um, with technology, um, we can use technology to automate a lot of the decision-making processes. And that allows us to have a flatter um, hierarchy uh, that actually works. Because um, a lot of times hierarchy exists to make things run smoothly, right? Um, mm-hmm. But if you have automation, then you can have a less hierarchical organization that will also runs smoothly as well. So, um, like you said, the ledger, um, having like a fair system where contributions are measured and, um, incentives are measured and rewards are measured. Um, and you don't need to rely on humans, human trust, right. It's automated. So, um, you can have, uh, a smoother functioning where people have equal power instead of like, everybody looks upwards, Mm -hmm. um, because in the traditional organization you need that 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 hierarchy um, otherwise everything's just gonna fall apart from you know like too much complication. but now we can have more complicated organizations because uh due to due to um, the automation um, ability you know yeah I definitely
1: think it's possible without it but it'd be a lot harder and this really streamlines the process. And like Antoine said, you don't have to trust. Without the technology, you would definitely have to trust everybody.
0: No, thank, thanks for that. And and Matthew and and Antoine, how did the idea of Toronto DAO uh, uh, appear? Like in your minds, like what what kind of caused the Toronto DAO to to exist? Like was something happened, or you know, what's the mission of it? Like how did it all happen, and what does it mean?
1: Maybe Antoine should start because he did, a. he approached me like a year ago about this, but it sort of was just like casual talking. Um, so this, this, I would definitely say this was like Antoine's brainchild.
0: Antoine, how did you birth um, this child? Tell me more.
2: Well, so it's not only been my idea. Um, uh, something like Toronto DAO has been on the minds of, of uh, a lot of people, I would say, in the Toronto crypto space, some kind of... Um, city-wide uh, organization. And uh, I'll tell you, like one of the, the, the key things that's missing in the city, um, we had it back in 2013. I brought it up earlier. We had like a physical location that was dedicated to crypto where people could go. And that was really powerful. Like um, that's where Ethereum was, was created. It was just a place where people could go work on crypto. Uh, people could go do meetups, dedicated spot um that was so powerful that it actually like created ethereum and we don't have that even to this day um and we I think we would really like something like that back um
0: like an incubator of ideas or yeah like mm-hmm.
2: a community meetup space and incubator and um uh, mm-hmm. like uh just a co-working space all in one mm-hmm. for crypto dedicated to crypto for Toronto yeah um and uh yeah so you know we're thinking how do we get that and um one way is crowdfunding uh so you got to get a lot of people in Toronto together like everybody put something in whether it's uh, uh money or contribution time um and uh yeah and back back then you know like I learned about the word DAO from that place um and what better way to create a new organization than a than a DAO, you know have that, that 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 space um well you know that's that's what, what i think we need um there's other people who agree with me and um uh... yet you've waited for 10 years and you
0: just recently were kind of like organizing and creating this thing like something triggered your you know to create this was it just like a sporadic decision let's just let's just go for it because again like not the best time to do it just because the hype is not here but at the same time maybe it is the best time because all the fake people are out of this industry
2: what do you think yeah i don't I, know, I have no excuses you know like i could have done i could have started it earlier i suppose um but then again like you know it's not just me how come nobody else started it too <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well I often, a lot yes, of people Jeffrey. say the bear market the bear market or maybe i shouldn't use that
1: word considering antoine doesn't doesn't agree but we'll use it anyways um it's always the best part to to build um mm-hmm. right now you know we're dedicating our time with this um <clears throat> crowdfunding the money will have to come but you know i don't want to say our time is is worthless cuz definitely is not but it it's definitely something we can do dedicate without money at the moment
0: so so, so let me underline though like the cause of the dialogue, like the mission so far we have we want to create A community we want to create an incubator of ideas a co-working space we want to have like a real estate right like maybe own maybe rent but like we want to gather somewhere so that's one thing there's are there any other things that you feel like toronto dow can uh, be useful at in addition to that i mean this is a great great things you know but if you you summarize it with the word toronto and it feels yeah. like there's a lot in the city like it's one of the biggest cities yeah. in north america and yeah. you name your DAO after it
1: well i mean we're from we a crypto background <laughs> but um we want to embrace the entire city and not just the web3 community we want to create we think the DAO can create sort of a, a, a decentralized city hall type situation yeah yes we we want to incorporate nonprofits profits small businesses to all help each other out for things that that they care about and you know there's different organizations all throughout the toronto you know there's like a ttc riders that focus on public transit in toronto there's like feed the homeless and uh we want to incorporate them into the DAO as well and we want to allow a lot of people to be involved in that decision-making process. Uh, We have a membership set up that uh, we haven't talked about, so I'll bring it up now. Yes, please. Um, uh, Basically, uh, I won't get too technical, but the, the membership is an NFT that will reward active participants with various XP, sort of like a video game. And every time you do something for the DAO, uh, you would get XP sent directly to your, to your membership and that XP greatly influences your, your voting power. We've... By XP,
0: oh, sure. just, just for the normies there who don't play much, uh, by oh, XP we, we just made like a points of like respect, reputation points, or just like, like it's like a credit yeah. score. Yeah.
1: yeah, so like with video games, if you like uh, have a character that's strong, you'll have like uh, strong strength XP and all that, and makes your, your character better. Um, so more XP you have, the in theory your membership should should be better. You can level up um, your
2: membership by doing more yeah.
0: stuff for the DAO. Exactly,
2: and this is also um, the idea of gamifying things as well, making making things fun, making things yeah, yeah. It
0: gets you that motivation. Sorry, Matthew, please continue. Oh yeah,
1: uh, no problem. Um, so basically, and not all XP is cons- created equally. Um, if you're more on the private side, you would get like you know business XP. If you're more on the feed, the homeless side, you would get. XP related to that. And that allows you to focus on what you care about. If you only care about like the nonprofit side, you can focus on that. And whenever there's a proposal related to that issue, if I'm more tech and business side, and Antoine's more about, you know, feeding the homeless and TTC riders, uh, I can't swoop in and use my XP to greatly influence that vote because I didn't really participate in those activities like Antoine did.
0: What about hybrids? Um, can you do both, like in business? No, mix, you can mix, and, so mix th- your XP. definitely.
1: Oh, you mean like a total XP? Or... Maybe.
0: I mean, if you're feeding the homeless and you're into the TTC riders, but those are two different types of XPs. Can you do both and have like
2: have say? both? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: the thing is, like, we want to. So we have like a core develop a core team that's working on it now. But eventually, we want the core team to completely dis, the uh, remove its ownership from the situation. And so the answer to that question is it, it wouldn't really even be up to us. Ideally, it would be somebody creating their own uh, XP or their own proposal that say, okay, anybody that does feed the homeless and TTC, that combined XP will influence their voting power.
2: Yeah.
0: That's very interesting. How do you support that from the tech side? I mean, it sounds like if especially if we're utilizing, you know, blockchain technology, you want to make sure that every decision is on the ledger, that DAO is yeah. like DAO essentially is a giant document, in my opinion, where all the proposals and voting, it's like a giant bureaucracy machine that is fully automated. Like yeah. all of that, all of those actions are fully documented and yeah. not uh non for non-fungible. So like you cannot change them whatever happened it happens part of the history um i mean it sounds like a huge thing and how do you do that like from the technical standpoint
2: well you start step by step and uh, you experiment so for, for example right now um there's a, a various dao softwares available um that are built that you can use you can uh, create a create a dao add members um award points um create proposals votes um it's got a lot of those things um and so we're like exploring different available DAO softwares and um just like picking the one that's going to work best for us um and also like if uh, if none of them are perfect we also try to build we're going to try to build our own and uh, that's exactly suited to what we want um and once we have a system and we're using a, a DAO software, and let's say we want to change the software we're using we can create a proposal within the existing software to upgrade to a different software so um yeah it, it'll, it's going to be a, an evolving thing and it's going to be um very iterative and it might start simple but it might get more sophisticated over time um, but i think we need to start simple because we don't like know exactly how it's going to work and um if we try to complexify too early we're probably going to have a lot of features we don't need. So mm. simple is is good in the beginning. I
1: yeah, just to pretty add pretty to that like uh the the uh the token standard that um, we're using our membership. Um it's like 5 months old if that. Um so there's a lot of learning that that what we can would do with that. Um <clears throat> and like Antoine said the version one of your membership is probably going to be a very basic model where we may just have one XP or two or three, very something very basic. And we just have general voting, uh, just to sort of show that, Hey, that this can be done. Um, we even, and all those people that, you know, are along for the ride at the beginning, uh, we will thank them for their patience. Uh, but we hope to reward them as being a part of these memberships. Yeah. Uh, you know, free of charge, you know, eventually we need to crowdfund. We need to, 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 you know, have a treasury to fund all these stuff, but we don't want anybody who's taking part in this, uh, who are patient with us, who will sit through the bugs. They, they won't, they won't get anything. They start they won't pay anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, everything will be like, yeah, a very sl- a slow process as we, as we learn.
0: You know, speaking of Hudson's Bay and how the companies are, you know, established and get got like the legal corporation status and all of that, I know that Wyoming. I think uh, the news is like probably a couple of years old at this point, so I might be mistaken. But Wyoming is one of the states that legalized DAOs, I think. Um, whereas you know, it's kind of like an LLC in a way uh don't like check me on that information uh but do you see toronto or ontario doing something like that where um the the province will recognize dao as a like a legal entity
1: uh so right now i don't i won't get too into regulatory um but i will say they're it's 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 no secret that in both Canada and Ontario and in the United States that there's been some regulatory pushback um many cent uh many international exchanges are leaving first Ontario and then Canada outright um now granted FTX was banned from Ontario you know a long time ago and that turned out to be the right decision by the Ontario government uh, Binance has also left. Uh, jury still out on on whether that will be the the right decision. I know a lot of people have some controversial opinions, uh, either for or against Binance.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I spoke with CZ on one of his spaces about Canada, and and he said that they might eventually come back, uh, provided they you know provided the regulations will ease up. But uh, Canada is still on the on their minds, is what I've gathered.
1: Um, so, and it, I have to admit, it, it's it's a bit, I, I feel sometimes it is a bit restrictive. Um, but like I said, their, their argument would be like, look at what's going on. And I can't blame them for that either. So I'm kind of hoping that once the Celsius and the FTX and the Terra Luna dust sort of settles, um, and you see legitimate players coming from this that doing good you'll see people you'll see the Ontario government the Canadian government being like okay there are some good people in this field as well and and we need to do what we can t- to help them um not not punish while simultaneously punishing the bad actors
2: and um, I would just like to add that um what we're trying to create is uh, we're, we're just trying to um create like a, a grassroots movement. And um, we intend on uh, moving forward, regardless of the regulatory environment. Um, so it's... it's Sounds it's, kind of badass, if you ask <laughs> <that. laughs>
1: no, I me. Mean, We're moving, moving forward, forward regardless. regardless. Of course, it'd be easier to have them on our side and to help, yeah. to help us with them. And and if mm-hmm. any government institution wants to talk with us, we'd be happy to sit down with them. Um, but, you know, if if there are certain laws that you know, maybe stand in our way, we're not going to just blatantly ignore them, but we're going to say, okay, how can we, it's unfortunate that this happened, but how can we move forward with the new environment that has been yeah. created?
0: Folks, thanks so much for this discussion. We're running out of time. Are there any closing remarks before we conclude this episode?
1: I, I just want to say, you know, uh, Toronto Dows is open to everyone. Uh, you know, the... How do you join the DAO is simply ask. And if you want to be a part of the the, the core team, it's the same thing. How do you join? Ask,
2: and, and we'd be happy to have you on board. Yeah, go to tdao.to. I'll mm-hmm.
0: provide all the links in the podcast notes, uh both on YouTube and all the audio podcast stations. Um guys, thanks so much for this amazing conversation. Um I feel I'll like of course, of course This this These conversations are worth having Because everything that is uh, aimed to improve the society To improve people's lives Is definitely worth working on And I'm really hopeful that Toronto DAO will succeed And I wish you all the best And I hope we can have this conversation uh, One more time in the future, many times
2: Yeah, definitely Thank you all so much right. for, for hosting us
0: Of course. Thanks so much. This was Azizi podcast. Bye, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and uh, just recommend to your friend.
2: All right. Bye, everybody.